Hey guys, welcome back to the 18th episode. I hope you're having a great day, night, everything. Today's episode was um, requested by a couple of listeners on Instagram, and today to talk about this, I'm joined by two of my friends that you may already know since they have been on the podcast, Anish Nadella and Dhruv Pendarkar. So if you're new, they have a podcast of their own called Mildly Opinionated, which you should check out. So yeah, um, did you guys have anything you wanted to say? I was going to say people should check it out. We, we do need listeners for my self-esteem. So, Would yep. you like to plug your socials for that? I, I, I got it. Please follow us on Instagram and Mildly Opinionated. Find us on YouTube and Spotify at Mildly Opinionated. Um, I know some of you guys might not be into sports, but with the NFL season ending, we're gonna talk. We're gonna start talking about more social events. So maybe that that interests you, and yeah. please give it a listen. Yes, we're gonna talk about serious topics. Of course. Yes, I think you should check them out. <laughs> they cover sports and pop culture, I believe. Kind yeah, of. Yeah, sure. Someday. Sure. Someday. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, today we're talking about the pressure to be perfect. I think that this whole idea of perfectionism is so prominent, especially for us as teenagers and academically. We see the pressure to be perfect in many aspects, but the big one being the pressure to be perfect at school. So let's start general. Why do you think this is? I mean, um, oh, Anish, you can go first. All right. Okay. So in my opinion, it kind of depends on your school. For us, being at a competitive school, it's always going to have some pressure. Like, it's not just to keep your grades up. It's not just, like, get all A's. It's, like, make sure you're doing, like, a sport, trying some clubs out, volunteering, getting an internship. Like, it's gotten, like, you got to do so much nowadays mm-hmm. at school. No guarantee of any return on it either. All, yeah. For sure. And like yeah. we're doing it just for like college at this point. And yeah. I'm also like going to get into this later, but I feel like for me, this pressure to be perfect is just because like Anish said, like at a competitive school, it's like, I feel average because what I'm doing, like it just feels average. And I guess trying to be perfect is like proving that there's something that makes me stand out and just the competition. Everyone around me is like super smart and it's just, that human nature of comparing myself to everyone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we know it's basic psychology. We know humans tend to be jealous and all that stuff, trying to compare themselves to other people. Mm-hmm. But I, I would definitely agree that exasperated by what kind of environment you're in. And it can be how you grew up, uh, what school you're going to, any number of that, like those factors that can contribute to how bad the issue can be. For sure. And like in my opinion I don't think we could ever change I don't think you can ever just get rid of this idea of perfectionism and to stop believing in it but I definitely do think there are things we can do to avoid this mentality and try to overcome it just because I feel like perfectionism can make us create these really unrealistic standards yeah I think it should also be mentioned that like over time I feel like perfectionism in school has gotten like levels worse Mm -hmm. at a certain point of time it was probably just like keep your grades up and you're perfect now you got to do so much to do perfect at school and it's like it's got it keeps getting worse and I think it's going to keep getting worse yeah I mean I have to add in you know there's a population and demographics aspect to it when you think about let's say college right the pressure to get into a good college 
a couple decades ago, you wouldn't have had as much competition for whatever college you want to go to nowadays because of an increase in population college, like college admissions for the elite colleges haven't gone up at a proportional rate. So it's even more like we can prove it is more competitive now to get into those elite institutions. And obviously college, especially if you're in high school, uh, is probably one of the biggest drivers or, you know, factors that leads to this drive to be perfect. Mm -hmm. And like adding on to both of you, I think that a lot of this is like you don't know what colleges are looking for anymore. And not only that, but the standard now is to be an all-rounder, like good in everything, which is just so hard and so frustrating, especially like even in a pandemic, there's so many expectations to live up to, which is just like it could be so I don't know. I just find it so stressful. I think it's easy, like. Wait, Drew, do you have something to say? I was going to say, I, I didn't know if you were going to break out the cricket terminology there, but <laughs> definitely a word I would use to describe what people think for what we need to do. And I feel like there's a competition aspect of it. As you mentioned, we don't really know what like we need to do to get into whatever college we want. It's kind of mm-hmm. of sorts. And it's fed by the fact that people take it seriously as if it's a competition and you have to be the person next to you so it's not like anybody's going to be telling anyone here's what i did here's the things you have to do oh that's horrible i mean that's especially common like for indians like i'm not trying to pull out the race <laughs> or anything no racial stereotyping on this no racial stereotyping only on mildly opinion but <laughs> as an indian but as an indian i've def it's crazy to me that i've had middle schoolers come and even elementary schoolers in some cases and ask me what should i do in high school I'm a sophomore. I don't know what I'm You're a middle schooler. You shouldn't be worrying about this. Just go have fun. Like, why are you already trying to shape up the portfolio for college when you're in middle school? And that I feel like that's part of trying to be perfect. I mean, you have to, bro. In some cases, like, you have a lot of people who... I mean, you you brought up the Indian thing. I'll, I'll backtrack on this. Mm-hmm. Culturally, I'm trying not to step on any political lines here. <laughs> Culturally, we can say that a lot of Indian Americans and like first generation immigrants push their kids to be better than those around them. And those around them tend to be people within the same community. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. I can speak from experience. Indian parents like to compare you to other Indian kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it can be any Indian kid from your own neighborhood to the other side of the country, as long as they're Indian. But uh, that cultural aspect of it, as Anish was saying, like, uh, you know, kids being expected to go from the beginning. I mean, there's so many prodigy kids, for lack of a better word, and you feel like you're exposed to all of them because of the fact that your parents are, like, pointing them out to you in vivid detail. But what I find so surprising is that usually it's our parents that are concerned about us, and usually it's our parents having these worries and comparing ourselves to others but now you see it's the children themselves taking up these worries and concerns and actually worrying about their future. Like, usually it's the parents, you know, who are, like, after the children. And I guess it still is. But now I just see, like, more younger kids worried for themselves and yeah. not even the parents, just the kids. I mean, that that has to do in part, like, with the fact that parents have done this for so long that now at this point kids are just like, I got to do it myself because my parents internal. are going to do it either. Like, and I think before, like, 
we get too far. I think I want to backtrack on something Sonia said. Like with the pandemic, a lot of people would expect that like the stress to be perfect or even do good would decrease. Like we're living through a pandemic. Just take a chill. It's like you can't do much. Mm-hmm. But it's gotten worse. It's like, what am I supposed to do to keep up with other people? And there's nothing to do in most cases. So it's just like, you feel like you're doing nothing sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also the fact that this pandemic has given people the opportunity to try new things, take up new hobbies, do something better, which is like... Like podcasting. Just, yeah. Yeah, like podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> But I feel like one of the ways that, like, I think a mistake that we all have because of this whole perfectionist standard thing is the unrealistic standards that we we set for ourselves. And also the fact that, like, we focus more on our failures and we're, like, just because, like, if we get one setback, it's over for us because, like, that whole idea of being perfect is, like, done. Yeah, that's definitely true. Yeah, I mean, you kind of feel, I feel like it's uh, a terrible situation where it's like, you're bound because of your mindset, whenever you do make that mistake, you compound it all as if like your entire life is over. So then you could keep mistakes till it's like a self prophecy and like, oh yeah, you didn't get into that call. As soon as you made a mistake, you felt like everything was over. Mm-hmm. That's definitely true. And I think we should we should give some tips to people that like suffer through this. Like, I know no me. tips. I have no tips. I, 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 I have honest. some tips. I have to be honest. I have no tips. I usually don't like say this. Like, when I make a mistake, I don't really say much about it. Like, I try yeah. to act like it doesn't mean anything to me. Yeah. But deep inside, it kind of hurts. Like, it does. It, it hurts. And like, something that works for me, I don't know if it'll work for you guys, but just try listening to music sometimes. Like, just turn on the headphones or turn on a speakerphone and just sit there and just listen to the music. And sometimes it'll go away. That's just my advice. I think that's great. I was going to say, I didn't realize Drake had such a large power over you. And he's, but yeah, Drake is life. I mean, yeah, I guess from that point of view, I, I could say that that's a tip I would give. I, I also use that to music, certainly. Um, I initially said I don't have tips because if it's like getting stressed over, I'm actively and currently in the middle of being stressed over college. Same. Like I'm the victim here giving testimony. So I, college. I can give tips. Dude, I didn't know about, I, Sonia and Dude, I didn't know you guys were stressed about college already. I'm just stressed for my future. Like it's just not even college. I just don't know. The future gives me a lot of stress. <laughs> that's true yeah but i think actually i do have one thing that's a good tip uh i kind of just spend a lot of time and i i think it has to do oftentimes with like what you're interested in studying mm-hmm. I'm interested in like computer science and stuff i just came to the realization i taught myself everything that i know so far i yeah i as i said i taught myself that everything like in data science which i want to study i taught myself that i found it on the internet I didn't need college or even school to teach me that stuff. So following computer science, it kind of just helped me realize like, yeah, college, I I could probably make money without going to college. Yeah. And relating to that, something my parents tell me is like, you don't like, even if you don't go to an Ivy league, you're gonna end up doing fine. Like so many successful people didn't, they didn't go to Ivy leagues and they ended up doing amazing. So 
it's just like it's just in our head that we have to be we have to go to a good college to be successful. I mean, I feel like that's a bit stereotypical and I would contest it on <laughs> like it's not like it doesn't help to go to an Ivy League school. No, yeah. It does help. Sure. I'm just saying that. But uh does it? It does. I would say I would say it has to. Like the hype is overblown, but like from an employment standpoint and for me the philosophy is like the new value matter what you learn in a school more of like how hireable are you after going to that school and part of that is knowledge part of that is like, that's true oh you went to I'm gonna, like, i just want to put this out there if anyone in our grade especially if they're indian not pulling out the race card again by the way uh if anyone who's indian in our grade and even more specifically in our community because we all live in the same community if any one of us gets into an ivy league school oh it's over for the rest of us oh yeah it's gonna oh, be yeah. it's just game over it's game over that's what i was saying it's though me. indian people they like love to compare with other indian people i think i think it's becoming more of a less indian problem oh, yeah. and more of an everyone problem too i just think that like yeah it's like especially just because our community is so close it's gonna be so hard for us to deal with that no matter how how much we try to be happy for them like we're gonna like feel like losers at the end and i hate admitting Mm -hmm. that but like it's just it's it's just going to happen and it's i just i think that we just have to recognize that everybody has their own strengths and also college admissions are completely like there's i just don't know what they're for guys it's all chance at this point yeah Yeah, being a minority oh Sorry, wasn't supposed to say. Okay. I'm bad. I'm bad. I mean, I I think some people. We should also mention that some people don't want to be perfect. Some people are content, like they know what they Mm -hmm. want to do, and they just go there. Like they don't have to be perfect to go there. They just know, like they want to get from here to there, and they just work for that. And I think that's better in a way because you're not stressing yourself out and you're enjoying what you're doing. I mean, I I honestly envy those people. I think everyone should envy them. If we are, I, I feel like it needs to be brought up. I think that the drive for perfection does have some benefits, especially in my opinion, once you get out into a job market, because there I feel like you feel less of the negative repercussions and you're going to feel more success mm-hmm. because for lack of a better word, you make more money when you work harder, right? In general. I think, yeah, I think the perfectionism, or I think that like, perfectionism causes you to work mm-hmm, harder absolutely. which is a good quality but will you ever be satisfied that's the big problem I, I think it's a balance though right like i would say this for most people i feel like it's hard to uh inspire yourself to work hard without some kind of ulterior factor of you know jealousy or perfectionism something like that i feel like it's very hard to be self-motivated without that so i think there is some need for balance, but I wouldn't want to be a person who has no drive for perfectionism at all. I mean, you can find drive for stuff. You can find like motivation from without having trying to be perfect. Like you can find motivation like, oh, I just want to get there. I'm gonna work for that. It's not like if I don't get there by being perfect, I have no motivation. It could just be like, I'm trying to get there, but I don't have to be perfect on the way there. I can be okay on the way there as long as I get there. Yeah, like taking it slow. I just feel like trying to be perfect just leads to that whole burnout. Mm -hmm. Um, I just think that at 
some point of time you're going to get sick like Anisha like will you ever be happy with yourself like I think the slow and gradual getting to my goals is somewhat better just because it's like more mentally easing in a way it's just every side has its goods and bads yeah like, some people want to reach their goals quicker but that just takes up so it's much a complicated like, world is what we're gonna say yeah it it is a complicated world yeah you just have to set priorities I don't know if we touched yeah. on this, but what do you guys think that a family has in, like, what do you think oh, the yeah. role a family yeah, we, has? We in, like, kind of touched on it earlier, but I feel like we should elaborate on that. Uh, oh, Sonia, yeah. I know you yeah. mentioned, like, saying your family kind of is the one, or at least your parents are the ones trying to leave you of whatever stress you might be feeling. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say the exact same for my parents. I feel like my parents do try. <laughs> but, uh, I, I would be remiss to say that they don't push me very hard. Uh, but I would say it has, that's another thing. Like, I, I do think for me personally, that the drive for perfection has had a positive effect. However, I don't think it's an overall great thing. But, so whenever I talk about like, oh, my parents pushed me really hard. They didn't like take too much time to like, care about my stress level, whatever. It, it worked out good for me. And it's going to be different for everyone. B, I would say parents mm-hmm. are like a big contributing factor. I mean, I'm not trying to flex on you guys, but I think I got like this. I got, I got blessed in a way because I have an older brother oh. in a way. So oh, younger child <laughs> advantage. Get this man off his yes. podcast. No, so I don't have to go through it as badly as you guys do because my brother had to go through it. And at this point, it's just like, you just, you can chill a little more than your brother, than my brother. <laughs> so I, I think in a way I walked out and I'm really happy, happy for that because I saw what my brother went through. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, for me, I know we talked about the parents. My parents like try, just because I'm, I get really anxious a lot. So my parents try to like, help me with that but I think it's less of my parents and more of my family as a whole like I this is relating back to the India thing but like coming both sides of my family are just smart like super super like smart like because they just keep telling me like in India all we did is like study or do whatever like there was no yeah pretty depressing but I think everyone knows that uh first of all it's unrealistic second of all it's definitely mm-hmm. not true. You know for a fact that yeah. I'll use the old trope. They weren't walking uphill in the snow both ways. <laughs> oh my god. But it's just like that pressure to like live up to those standards, you know? Like yeah. The pressure mm-hmm. to like be as successful as both sides on your family or the pressure to do as well as they did just because you don't want to seem like that disappointment. But that's just well, you know, a lot of South Asian countries, a lot, especially the ones that were under colonial rule, a lot of people in those countries and in their societies now have an intrinsic drive, wealth, yeah. individual wealth, mostly because they were used to being second class citizens to the point where the society is like, okay, now we're free. We have to make money. We have to succeed individually at all costs. That's definitely. Yeah. I feel like that kind of carries over if we're trying to look at the cultural roots of it. But uh, we'd be, once again, remiss to say, like, it's just a South Asian. Everyone experiences it. Yeah, I, I feel like, Sonia mentioned this, but it definitely is growing to everybody. And I feel like that's getting 
I'm not, I'm not trying to gatekeep perfectionism. In, in no way am I. I don't want it. Someone else take it. But with every, like, culture <laughs> starting to, like, have that, like, you got to be perfect drive, it's just going to make it worse. Like, I mean, it starts with good intentions. As I was saying, it's like, it starts with good intentions. Like, every parent, I'd hope, wants their kid to succeed. So, as a society, where what is success? We determine as a society, say, uh, going to an Ivy League or a good college is a success or at least a pathway to to success. So then we go to the next level. Okay, how do we get into the Ivy League? And as I mentioned earlier, all these elite schools are becoming more and more competitive as the population grows. Mm-hmm. So then we just end up with like everyone, theoretically, whose parents want them to be successful ends up with some level of this perfectionist uh, problem. I mean... But yeah. what does what did it cost? What cost? What did it cost like to be perfect? Did it co- cost your mental health? I mean, did it cost? We like, know we know what it cost. That's my issue. Like, yeah, we we know what it costs. We just seem to not care as a society. Yeah, and I think that like once we reach that goal that we're trying to perfect, we start another oh, one. Yeah. Like just the process never ends. We just keep going and going. So we never actually give ourselves a break, you know? Like, we never, like Anish was saying, like, when are we happy? When are we content? Like, we just keep going. Yeah, that's, like, one of the biggest problems with trying to be perfect. Because, like, if you're trying to be perfect, nothing's good enough. Because there is nothing called perfect. So if you see someone else doing something else, you're going to be like, why am I not doing that? I got to start doing that. I got to emulate what other people are doing and do more. And it never stops. All right. Uh, I was going to ask, do you think we should go into that last topic? Um, yeah, actually. I think that's... Um, there were... Okay, so I actually kind of wanted to talk about the social oh, media yeah, yeah. part, mm-hmm. too. Before that, um, I also wanted to talk about... So, like, especially for you guys, I know I've said this to you guys, but I, like, call you guys smart, and I'm like, you guys look so put together. And you guys are so, like, you guys have your life, like, planned out and everything. But I feel like I just want to talk about the fact that as someone who gets some of these, like, words, um, do you guys feel pressure to do better and just live up to those standards? I mean, like, that people call you? I don't uh, know. If like, yeah, I think I Anish, you probably, I'd say for you, there's, like, a more direct example because you could say, like, feel pressure to live up to what your brother did right and that might just be more internalized pressure and yeah for me i'd say it's like kind of it's basically the same except i don't have necessarily an older sibling but rather like older cousins who've succeeded and stuff like that so even if i feel content it's like oh but you're not as good as they were so you should probably just work a little harder i I think sanya was trying to mention like if you get complimented for being so put together, does mm-hmm. that make you yeah. want to do more or like keep that up, or does it just feel sad? Oh, yeah. yeah, I was. If I can take this one, sorry first. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah absolutely. It kind of. I feel like every time I've been complimented, oh, you're like smart. I kind of just go like, no, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I would hope that that is not a sign of serious mental issues, and I don't think it is. I think it's just like. Being, having some level of self-awareness to realize like I'm not that much smarter than everyone else 
I have certain opportunities that I have because like, you know, who I am born to a family, like that part of my identity, I have certain advantages there. And like, I can recognize I've worked for stuff and I've achieved that stuff. So for me, Mm -hmm. I I don't like the smart compliment because I feel like one, whenever I get that, it's somebody putting down their own kid or putting down somebody else by saying, oh, look, this person's so smart. Look what they've done. And as having been someone on the receiving end of that putting down, like I know what purpose it's there for. It's motivation. So like I, I kind of feel bad whenever I get called smart by someone. Yeah, I, I would definitely agree with that. Like if someone calls me smart or just anything nice, I'm like, nah, that's not true, man. You know that's not true. <laughs> like I'm not trying to I'm not trying to like make someone else feel worse about themselves yeah. I, I don't know i don't know how it works yeah i kind of feel guilty i think it's yeah no i don't it's not even that but it's like the fact that people are like calling you smart it just it just makes me doubt myself like people are like oh my god you're so smart or oh my god you're so this and then when i know something that's not true yeah it makes me feel oh, bad yeah. because i don't know how to respond to that but also, like, when I'm studying or something and I'm like, how are people calling me smart when I do stuff like this, you know? Like, and then I try to I try to prove to myself that, like, oh, I am what people say I am. I don't know. Yeah, I think I think I know what you're saying. For me, it's, like, the complete opposite. Because if someone calls me <laughs> smart, I'm going to be honest. I don't really – I don't apply myself as much as I can. I'm like – So, like, I know that's not <laughs> true. It's like, oh, oh, I, I'm smart. Yeah, definitely. You, definitely. Sorry, you kind of put up and pretend that front, and then you go home and you're like, oh, God, I need to like work on some stuff. It, I, I exactly. that, there might yeah. be some level of expectation there, but I think it's mostly just guilt for me. Yeah, that's true. guilt for the other party. <laughs> okay, and now. The last topic is, is um, comparing ourselves to our friends, which we this have touched best. on. I mean, kind of just... But trying to be perfect in our manner, especially in a competitive school, just because someone um, slid up on my Instagram and wanted me to talk about the pressure to be a perfect student, get a 1600 on the ACT, be an all-rounder at a school like ours. So, like, what do you guys say about that? Can you relate to it? Any personal experiences? Uh, first of all, I'm, I'm, I'm going to love that word choice of slid up into your Instagram. <laughs> but uh okay. yeah i'm not gonna talk about that but uh i would say as someone and i think all of you well, the two people on this podcast know who i'm referring to i know someone in our community who got a 1600 and very oh, smart, yeah. an incredibly smart person um in some ways a very it's smart person kidding. i will say a very smart person very hardworking person Absolutely felt the pressure that oh crap I need to I need to get a sixteen hundred otherwise I'm like this dude is be better than me and mm-hmm. you know first of all that test doesn't mean anything like it it really doesn't measure that much about you other than how good you are at taking tests and uh, your ability to factor algebraic expressions I guess but uh <laughs> I would say at Stevenson there's tons of it mostly because it's a very smart school. A lot of people under that pressure end up performing, which kind of ends up fueling that pressure. So I guess that's an interest, like the success stories just contribute more to the issue, which is 
a big problem. But uh, I'd say it, it would, that's the one part where like the school you go to makes it worse. Because if you go to a better school where people are getting these like very impressive scores and getting into these great schools, you like, it's closer to home. And then you feel that pressure a bit more because you're like, oh, I went to the same school as this, as this person. I had the same opportunities. Why didn't I end up like them? I mean, for me, I feel like I care about this other than the fact that this has turned people into snaking each other, which is yeah. which is oh, one of the yeah. worst parts of high school. Like, I, there's some points where you don't even tell people, like, what are you doing outside of school? What clubs are you in? Are you, what are you doing? Like, how's the your internship life? stuff, especially? You can't tell anyone what you've oh been applying for because they might take it. Okay, to be honest, um, so we actually have a group chat where we discuss all this, right? We were discussing all of this one day. Yes. You guys were there. I was just so triggered. I I didn't know what to say. I was just like, can we stop talking about internships? Just because, yes. like, as much as I want to know what other people are doing, I don't. I just, I it's just so, like, stressful because, like, it's it's that expectation it's so sad to see that now we have to like feel this pressure to do better than our friends yeah it's internal it's internalizing the competition aspect of it which i felt like for me the competition aspect was pushed on by uh those around me like my parents and then eventually it got to a point where i internalized it to some degree i'm happy to say i do not care about sharing what internships i apply for but i know that like literally everyone I know I'm just going to give an example literally everyone I know who's applying for a medical internship would not tell anyone what they were applying for because there's a lot of competition oh, yeah. there so you know I mean and people lie sometimes which is mm-hmm. like what I think are like people especially with test scores people are like man I got a 36 without even studying I got a 1600 in my sleep no you didn't sometimes you didn't <laughs> like people lie you should about be it. the accusations oh yeah no, I I know people lie about it just to like there's just no reason to. Like, why are you lying? And yeah, after it's, the, per- it's yeah. the perfect thing again. Sorry if I, if I can interrupt you, Sonia. It's like it's the perfect thing again. People want to be perfect, mm-hmm. and then if they accomplish the thing, they want to act even more perfect by saying, Oh yeah, I, I didn't need to try. Yeah. And yeah. if you did get it, you just be like, it's- Oh, I got it for sure. So easy. Mm-hmm. The so easy thing is kind of mm-hmm. annoying too. I hate when people call it easy because I'm like, what? I mean, it's it, this goes as far back as map scores. Oh, now that I'm, oh like, my god, map yeah, map scores oh, might have started god. this. Like, Standardized testing. If people, man. if people don't know about it, like in elementary and middle school, you have to take map test scores, and people would lie about these scores all the time, and it it got out of Not hand. Gonna lie though, I had a 500 on my math. Of course. Yeah, I, I'm definitely not. Wow. Like, it was crazy. People, I think it started there, and it's just going to keep getting worse. So with... And the fact that the school had to change oh, yeah. that so that scores wouldn't come out, because that's how much people discussed it, and that's how much people cared about it. And people were like, oh, you have a high mm-hmm. map score, you're smart. If you don't have a high map score, you were automatically, like, dumb or something. And I just remember that, like, that was so pressurizing just because you had to prove to people that you were smart i would always lie about my math score and say i got like a lot less just so i didn't have to tell people you'd lie and say a lot less oh my gosh 
Dude, imagine being that. Yeah, blessed. I, mean, I would always be. People I would be saying I have like five, ten points higher than I actually did. No, because I know people who if did you, that. If you tell people, like, this is also a tip, I guess. If you tell people a score or something and make it seem worse, it's just better in a way because lying. They won't have. Yeah, Nisha's moral of the story is that lying works and it is good. Yeah. Or hiding. Exactly. I mean, if it helps someone else, they if it helps someone feel better exactly. about themselves, it's the same thing with calling someone smart. If it helps someone else feel better about themselves, yeah, why, why not lie? Like, mm-hmm. you still got the score you did. Like, it's not changing your score. Exactly. Like, you don't have to put someone down just because you got a high score. You got some cool mm-hmm. job, cool internship, cool volunteering. You don't gotta like. So wait, so in a way, not telling people does help in a way, because it alleviates the pressure, yeah. but not telling people also causes a, pressure. Because you it's don't a short-term solution to a bigger problem, or it's like, it's a small fix for a problem that's way larger than just that, telling people's yeah. test scores. Like it's, I mean, we're talking about it now, and I can't honestly give a solution to the problem. I think people just need to listen to podcasts like this, tell themselves like, I'm good enough whatever other mantra you need to tell yourself and just like try to go on in it because it's not stop the the pressure at least Mm -hmm. just living with the idea or not the idea but the truth that life is imperfect Mm -hmm. and there you gotta be satisfied at some point like if going for perfectionism is good until you get to an unhealthy (laughs) You just got to be satisfied with what you can do. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. But that's, like, so hard. Oh, yeah. It's way easier said than done. Just because everything these days has turned yeah. into a competition. Yeah. Can't do mm-hmm. it anymore. Life sucks. Mm-hmm. Question of the day, Tom? Life sucks, guys. <laughs> I've been waiting to hear what is this question. Yes. Okay, so I chose this for you guys because I thought um, you guys would have a really interesting answer to it. So before we wrap up the episode, I did want to do the question of the day, like I do with all my guests. Okay, but I think your answer to this might be kind of obvious. Okay, okay. Do you think children born today will have better or worse lives than their parents, okay. and why? I mean, like that's born today, today. No, like right. in this generation or that's era, easy. whatever. Obviously, I think that might be easy like, for you guys, but I mean, go ahead. Better. I hate to be I hate to be that guy, but I mean iPhones. Oh, my, my parents' generation had to use the landline. I still can't. I I hate to sound like a stereotypical. I can't imagine using a landline. <laughs> I really cannot perceive that in my mind. But I mean, it's yeah. obvious. That, like, that's yeah, the that's nature easy. of that's the, the market. If we want, if we want to talk like macroeconomics, the GDP of the United States has been going up since like well, the founding of the United States. Uh, the world gets richer as you know time passes because that's the nature of the of capitalistic market. So obviously if you're born and you live later than your parents, uh, you're going to be you're gonna have a wealthier upbringing, I guess is the word I would use. You're guaranteed to have a better life. I mean mm-hmm. it shouldn't you but I mean, I, I'm gonna say if you, if you're Drew, are you? Yeah, I'm done. I'm you? sorry, my monologue. 
Yeah, no, you're good. You're good. Uh, I mean, I agree. I don't see any way, like, even though there is more stress and pressure, there's no way you can say that the next generation is not going to have a better life than the prior generation. I mean, it wasn't always like that in history. Like, I don't want to be that guy, but it's it, it's in European history. Like, at, the, at some point, you got to start <laughs> looking towards the future and making that better. And that's just carried over. Yep. And I think that's that's just going to stay. Okay. Yeah, that's so true. Anisha, you have anything to say? Uh, Sorry. If I can revise my point, just one quick sentence. Uh, I mean to refer when I said Mm -hmm. the generations get richer. I mean, like, the average person, not each individual. Like, as Anish said, you could be born right before the Black Plague. And you would probably have a worse existence. It's, like, on average, though. If we average every person in the globe, the, like, conditions will get better over time. Getting better. And I, it, it'll stay mm-hmm. that way, I hope. Minus something, minus World War Three. <laughs> I just yeah, love yeah, pandemic and Yeah. Um, for me, I think economically, on an economic standpoint, I completely agree with you guys. But I also think technology has mm-hmm. kind of ruined us. You're saying this on a podcast recording. Again, like, in situ... No, 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 no. No, like, I... Actually, no, okay, I think, never mind, just because, like, without technology, this pandemic would have been so much worse, and um, I think, no, I completely agree that they will have better lives, I just wanted it, I was interested yeah. I mean, in everything behind it, we, so. We finally got to talk there's just hardcore economics on this podcast. Thanks. We should have another episode on that, I'm just very uneducated on economics, but if you guys wanted to put your um thoughts about the stocks uh, right now you want me, you want us to end 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 end. End. I, think, I think that i think that should be that should be another time, time but i was about to say, you want us to actually that. talk about no i'm like i'm very uneducated so i have no opinion on this i'm just gonna, gonna, i'm gonna give a quick shout out shout out to wall street bets uh tell them boys just hold the line boys hold the line Okay, if you can't tell, yes, I have like absolutely. I just know like people are mad. That's probably the that's mad. All they should be. Yeah. But not, they a Marxist, not, not a Marxist. Oh my God, I'm sorry. I had to say that. Thank you for inviting us on the <laughs> Thank you, thank you, thank you, guys, for joining me. I oh, I love these conversations just because they're so interesting. Coming from like. I think I like listening to your guys' point of view. That's not <laughs> weird. Okay. Yes. That I just find them really interesting. So thank you guys for joining me. And for those of you listening, thank you for listening. And second of all, please check out Mildly Opinionated. Yeah, Spotify. Uh, you, like uh, you can check us out, Mildly Opinionated Podcast. YouTube. We have a YouTube channel. Please like and subscribe to all the videos. And our Instagram, mild, at Mildly Opinionated Podcast. Uh, yeah. Just things yeah, that's it yep okay guys check make sure to check them out i hope you guys have a great day night whenever you're listening to this i'll see you guys next episode bye, bye guys